70% of freelancers overpay on their taxes because they do not track their expenses. My name is Carlton Dennis, and as part of today's video, we'll be going over the top five write-offs for freelancers. My goal is to make sure that you are not getting into a position where you're overpaying on your taxes due to lack of information. So in today's video, I'm gonna equip you with some of the best deductions that you can take as a freelancer. This video is sponsored by Lily, a checking account designed specifically for freelancers. Everyday banking, invoices, expense tracking, tax savings. You can now do it all with just one app. You can open an account today by visiting the link in my bio. Now let's dive into this video. Becoming a freelancer is an exciting transition in your life because you are now becoming in control of your own finances, your own time, and now your own expenses. But one of the items that we have to focus on is the tax write-ups now that you are a business owner. When you shift from becoming a W-2 employee to a 1099 freelance contractor, you are now in control of your own finances, but you're in control of how much taxes are gonna go to the government. And this is the part that I like to educate my freelancers on. We're gonna go over top five tax write-offs for freelancers to put you in a better position. Let's dive in. Tax write-off number one, storage. This one is probably one that you weren't expecting me to drop on this video, but I'm starting off with storage because I have so many freelancers that don't think about where they're storing their information, their client's information or their personal data that they're using for their business. You might have Dropbox, you might have iCloud, you might have all of these different storage places in which you are holding business data for your clients or for yourself to provide to your clients. If you are using websites and programs to store your data and information, then I want to make sure that if you're paying for these websites and you're paying for these different programs, that you're able to deduct the amounts that you're paying. And it's important that you allocate these expenses over into your business so that your business is paying for these expenses. When you're a freelancer, you have personal income and expenses and you have business income and expenses. And one of the business items that you now get to deduct will be the storage that you're using for your business. So one thing that we wanna make sure that we're doing is that we're allocating any storage programs or software that we're using over into our business. Number two, WLL. WLL stands for Websites, Logo, and LLC. New business owners are probably gonna wanna have a website. I remember working with my first contractor and he was on Fiverr. It's a website that allows for you to jump on, put your information on what your skill set is, and you're posting a job article to let people know that you are open for business. This was how my contractors was making his money, which means he was using a website program. Not to mention, he decided to establish a logo for himself because his company was marketing services, which means you can hire him to help you market your services for your own business. So he had two of those acronyms already covered. He purchased a website and he purchased himself a logo. But the last thing that he did was he decided to set himself up an LLC, a limited liability company. And when you decide to invest in creating a limited liability company, the fees that you have associated with setting up your entity structure are also tax deductible. These types of fees are gonna be allocated underneath your business and they will go down as business expenses. So before you get to a place where you think, oh my gosh, just because I'm starting my business, I don't get to deduct some of my startup costs, that's not true. Websites, logos, and LLCs will absolutely be rolled into your startup and organizational costs and they're deductible in the first year. 
Number three, camera, lights, and computers. I know when I was first early on in my business, I didn't purchase cameras. I wasn't purchasing lights, I just had a computer. The computer was the only thing I really had that was a big expense in my business, other than me driving my car or other than me eating out. But then I started actually making some money and I said, you know what, I'm gonna get me a Sony camera and I'm gonna get a couple lens for the camera and I'm gonna get this big ring light and I'm gonna really do this business right. And that's when I started incurring more expenses. When you incur more expenses, you need to make sure that you understand what expenses are deductible, whether you've bought them previously or you've recently purchased them now that you are in business. You see, I already had a laptop before I was in business, but it doesn't mean that I wasn't gonna write it off inside of my business. The camera was new and the lights were new, but all three of these items are able to be deducted in my business underneath equipment and tools. So when I'm using my equipment and my tools to make money inside of my business, I wanna make sure that I'm allocating those expenses correctly when I'm doing my bookkeeping and my accounting. Number four, payment processing deductions. Many business owners have products online, which means they're setting up these products and connecting them to either a Stripe account, a Shopify account, some type of shopping cart in which people can purchase items for you and you can track those transactions. Many business owners are spending money for Stripe accounts and Shopify accounts. And if you're spending money to set up these types of accounts for payments, I wanna make sure that you're deducting these types of expenses. Early on when I was getting into business, I set up a Lily banking account. And part of the reason why I set up a Lily card was because I wanted to make sure my personal and my business expenses were going to the same place early on. I wasn't sure exactly how many times I was gonna to need to pay for something that was personal versus how many times I was gonna to need to pay for something that was business. And this account allowed for me to see what was personal and business and I can allocate it inside of the app that they have on the program. If you're getting started in business, you can set up a Lily bank account, visit the link I have below in order to make sure that you're tracking your expenses properly. Number five, home office deduction. The year was 2020 and I got told that I had to stay inside of my house and look at my wife every single day and only my friends on video chat and FaceTime. It was a weird, crazy time. Me and my wife got really close together, but a lot of people were struggling during that time period. If you were somebody that decided to start a business during that time period, you're probably starting your business from the comfort of your own home, which means you probably are thinking, Carlton, can I deduct my home office even if I'm renting or if I'm a homeowner? The answer is yes if you're a business owner that is educated because education allows for you to take deductions in integrity and without fear. Home office deductions are allowable for you if you're a freelancer and you're able to write off the percentage, the percentage that is dedicated to your business inside of your home. It's very simple to do this calculation. The IRS states that we need to get the square footage of our home and then we need to get the square footage of our home office and then that equation is gonna give us a percentage. If we divide our home office by the square footage of our home, then we're gonna have a percentage. Let's just say it's 10%. Now we get to deduct all of our expenses associated with that home, whether it's water, cable, gas, electricity, Wi-Fi, and those now become home office business expenses. And if you're someone who's a homeowner, you get to depreciate a portion of your home, which means you're writing off the building's purchase price over the course of 27 and a half years if it's a residential property. So these are some of the benefits that my freelancers get to take when they have now made the transition over from W-2 employee to now living that 1099 lifestyle. Last but not least, I'm gonna give you guys a bonus. The bonus is deducting your creative suites. Many of my freelancers are behind their laptops all day and they're making a lot of edits on videos. They're using programs like Adobe, Final Cut Pro, Premiere Pro, Photoshop, Canva. And these types of programs sometimes will require you to pay to have subscriptions to use these softwares. 
Are you still paying for these items underneath your personal banking account? Have you allocated over to your Lily account yet? This is something that you need to take into consideration as a new business owner. I wanna make sure that we're doing things the right way also and in integrity. One of the things that we can do is make sure that we're not in a position where we're overpaying on our taxes due to lack of information. My name is Carlton Dennis and if you like this video today, do something for me please. Like, comment, subscribe so I can continue to make more videos like this for you. I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Cheers.